It's time for JT the Brick. I love my job. I love the opportunity that I can come in here and talk to the Raider Nation. Talk to JT. As we are rolling on on the biggest topic in the NFL, who will be the Raiders quarterback? This is nothing to dive into and look crazy about. Have we lost our bleeping mind? Look, the elephant in the room is the majority of our audience are Raider fans, and they would like the Raiders to win now. They don't want to rebuild. They don't care about two or three years. The last 20-plus years have been hard, and they're sick of it. Excuses die. The record stands. JT the Brick. Are you kidding me? It's an absolute free-for-all with the Raiders on national radio debate shows. Everybody now is throwing blank up against the wall. No, no, no. Who are you listening to? Who, who's putting this in your head? But what happens next is what should this team do that's responsible, not reckless, makes sense, and could kind of thread the needle and get this team back to greatness. Are you with me on that? Put some respect on JT the Brick's name. And now. Sound off like you got a pair. Here's JT the JT, back at the Strat, and I'm fired up to be here. The William Hill Sportsbook, I'm in heaven. I got Real Madrid and Liverpool on. I have some international baseball and the home of March Madness. There's some gentlemen here putting on a Facebook March Madness party. Big group of guys who put this together every year. They got T-shirts, hats. They have this beautiful party set up for their group here, and more and more people are pulling up to the Strat. My great friend Tony Cambo, 29-year roadie from the Fillmore in San Francisco, came in to stay here at the Strat and be with me here over the weekend, and it's starting to really perk up around here. If you haven't been to this property in a while, you won't believe what Golden Entertainment has done here. They have completely refurbished this place from the top of the world to what you can see with the rides on top to the beauty of the lobby that they improved on. You go outside, we took a couple selfies, not only with the Strat, which looks unbelievable, but the big new Las Vegas sign, which is right out front. I am proud to be a partner of Golden Entertainment. Thanks for having me here. I got my bracket. I got NFL free agency, and I'm excited to be here. This is a great place to come on out, get a room, not only for March Madness, but come out for football. They are a proud partner of ours right here on Raider Nation Radio. And this strat party is going to be big. Ticketed guests will watch the March Madness action on three live big screens inside the Strat Theater. And it's a beautiful theater. Doors open at 8 a.m. Thursday, Friday, and Saturday. That's March 15th, uh, 16th through 18th. And it's going to remain open throughout the final game daily. And during the games, all the guests have access to an incredible stadium buffet, domestic beer, wine, non-alcoholic beverages all day, cash bar available for premium and other drinks. They're throwing a party here at the Strat. And get your act together on finding out where you're going to watch these games. Uh, my son's coming in next week for a bachelor party. One of the days they're here. They said, Dad, this is great for us. We'll sit here and we'll have a great time at the Strat. Brand new William Hill Sportsbook. They do a nice job here. NFL free agency. I've been walking everybody off the ledge in the Raider Nation. I got an hour to go on the air. I want to hear from you on the Darren Waller move to the New York Giants. And everything's wide open on this move. And, and for Hunter Renfro, will he be here on Friday? I do not know. A lot of people are asking me about that. Foster Moreau, I do not know. They are in a war room as we speak right now at the Intermountain Healthcare Performance Center, led by Dave Ziegler, Josh McDaniels, and their staff, trying to make right moves to go up against what they have in cap space and then go bigger in the draft. I think I've told you this, and you know this from everybody else. They're looking to go massive and monstrous in the draft. That's what Dave Ziegler wants to do. That's what they did with the Patriots. For all of you complaining about the Patriot way, 
They do it by drafting players and building them up and building the organization that way, and they got a lot of fresh powder dry to go in big on the draft. A lot of fans can't see the forest through the giant stratosphere tree right in front of them, the strat tree. I am here to walk you off the ledge. If I can't walk you off the ledge, Go find some radical podcaster who will tell you that everything's terrible and migrate to them on YouTube. Speaking of YouTube, Friday, another edition of Raiders Roundtable will be in the building to wrap up free agency, put a bow on it, and to talk about that. So that's coming up on Friday. We might go live with it or it's going to be there. The Jimmy Garoppolo press conference, look for that tomorrow around noon. Uh, That'll be a big-time story covered here, and it kicks off with March Madness. So tomorrow's a really big day in the Raider Nation. If you got some complaints, bring them here. Why do you think we brought a flagship station in Las Vegas? We brought a station here for Raider fans to vent, celebrate victories, uh, debate defeats, and talk about the future. And it's been inheritably negative here over the last couple of weeks because everybody wants perfection. I just want to win. I just want to win. I don't care how you win. Get, get, Get better players and win. But you cannot get rid of some players in the Raider Nation with some Raider fans. You just can't do it. You can say, well, that guy doesn't play. He's not available. He's not performing to his contract. But I like him. I got his jersey. I don't want him to go. Too bad. He's gone. Guys are leaving. This is a business. They're looking at contracts and trying to rework them, get some of the numbers down, and then have an opportunity to build in the draft. Did I want more out of free agency? Yes. Last year I told you going into the draft and free agency, they needed to bring in a recognizable offensive lineman. I am still waiting for that. So I think the rest of the way, it's probably just going to be some minor stuff to wrap up free agency and then to go big in the draft. And they have have an opportunity to go really big in the draft. So give me your criticism, your opinions. If your glass is half full or empty, 702-365-9200. Come on out to the Strat. Come see me. We got T-shirts, koozies, tickets. We're giving away a whole bunch of stuff here, and the people who are here are having a really good time. Appreciate Golden Entertainment again, our proud partner on Raider Nation Radio. Uh, John and Henderson. Go ahead, John. You're up next. What's happening? Yeah, thanks, JT, for taking my call. Uh, I'll comment about Waller, but I first want to say I'm looking forward to Jimmy G coming. He's a winner, a good guy. Um, I think he's a step up from Derek. Derek is a wonderful person, but I think his performance this past season was uh, was disappointing and I think going forward you know moving on was the right move and I think Jimmy G is a good guy at this point uh, I do think though I know you commented that they, the rate they shouldn't uh, consider a, a QB for number seven and that may be but they do need right now the Raiders only have Chase Garbers a rookie uh, they'll, get, the they'll get a backup there's plenty of backups in the league they'll get a backup I mean look I'd like a, the best backup quarterback in the league is Andy Dalton Andy Dalton got another fresh eight million fresh you know what my wife would do if I gave her a fresh eight million if I walked into my wife and said I'm Andy Dalton I put on a red cap I gave her eight million there's Andy Dalton's out there, there there's those guys available But you're right, the Raiders need depth at the quarterback position. I just don't want to burn the powder. I don't want to use our arsenal at number seven to get a kid who might not play. We got Jimmy G. Like it or not, we got the quarterback. Now you need a backup because Jimmy G could get hurt. But I I like that seventh pick like Charles Woodson on defense. I'll take the quarterback, but I need the defense. Max needs help. We need a linebacker. We need a shutdown corner. I agree completely. I guess we're on the same page. Uh, regarding Derek Waller, the thing that's a little bit curious is two weeks ago, Josh McDaniel said 
that Darren Waller was a was going to be a part of the Raiders going forward. Now things can change. You know, other players become available, but it is curious if, if you know everything you said about the, his contract versus his availability makes sense. And, and obviously they you know were aware of that. But the fact that he made those comments a couple of weeks ago it makes it curious because. People are commenting, you know, wondering if there are other personnel issues that are involved, and it's just yeah. kind of curious. Yeah, I, I'm curious too, but I don't talk gossip on the show with friends and players. So if Darren Waller, if Darren Waller wasn't around enough, if Darren Waller didn't rehab fast enough, if there are issues that, that remember the eyes of Josh McDaniels and the eyes of Dave Ziegler underneath the Belichick tree, they look at players. Thanks for the call. I appreciate it. They look at players differently. They had those guys, including Waller, in the building and watched. They watched. Darren Waller wasn't available for the Los Angeles Rams game. I was in Los Angeles, and by that time, I believe personally that Waller and Renfro should have been available to play. If they were available to play with a 16-3 lead, the game would have been over by halftime. They didn't have a quarterback. They had Baker Mayfield. Those two were not available for their teammates at that time clearly injured throughout that time but the process of coming back from injury and being available to play i was talking about that every day on the show every day i was talking about on the show when is waller and renfro coming back why aren't they back what is the status of those two players are they going to be available and they weren't and we got hunter back at the end and darren back at the end and it was great to see them play great to see them play i hope hunter's here i hope darren would stay but I, I can't guarantee anything at this point. I cannot guarantee anything, uh, nor is that my pay grade. My pay grade is to react and to get Raider fans to talk about this. I would have loved to have seen Jacoby Myers, Hunter Renfro, Darren Waller, Devontae Adams, Josh Jacobs, and a brand-new right tackle. That was my Christmas gift for me uh, going into the offseason. Okay? And having that, we're not going to get that. Got brought in a couple of players on defense who are going to be mix and match guys. They brought in a starting safety and a starting number two wide receiver. The safety Epps comes from the NFC Championship Eagles with a lot of experience and played well last year. And Jacoby Myers is a really good player, really good player, along with Devontae. And Jimmy Garoppolo, when it's all said and done next week when I'm talking to you, I will be honest with you as always, and I will guarantee you that Jimmy Garoppolo was the best bleeping option for the Raiders because I'm looking at all the quarterbacks now and what Aaron Rodgers is doing as a diva, and that clearly wasn't going to happen. Tom Brady retired and Lamar Jackson still parked. You better believe Jimmy G was the best option for this organization. Can you imagine today as I sit at the Strat if we didn't have Jimmy G? We didn't have a winner and a guy that's completely healthy and ready to play? Call it a lateral move? Cool. I'm good with the lateral move, but at least we know we got a good quarterback in this league, above average, and a guy who has a over 700 winning percentage and is a locker room leader. They'll take that. That's one of the moves now. Nick in Vegas. Nick, thanks for calling here on 920. What's happening? Yeah, thanks for taking my call, JT. Hey, so I got to say, man, I, I don't think Garoppolo is an upgrade from Carr. Now, I like Garoppolo. I think he's serviceable. I think he's good. But, man, he had a great defense in San Francisco. And, you know, Carr could only wish to have half the defense. Okay, let's stop you for a second because I want to hear this phone call. Okay, let's stop and let me reset. Derek Carr was not going to be here. They wanted him out of the organization. Who did you want better than Derek Carr who was available? Let's go player by player and stop the phone call and reset. Go ahead, please. 
Okay, so <laughs> my this is what I'm terrified of. Garoppolo is going to get hurt. I can't do that. Game. I can't do that show. Can't do it. Won't do it. I'm giving you one last lifeline. Like the TV show, I'm giving you one last lifeline. Derek Carr's gone. He's not coming back. Jimmy G is healthy. Who do you want other than Jimmy G as the quarterback of the silver and black? You're going to have to draft one. They're okay. going to have to move, you know, move down. But that said, I do agree with Waller being traded. I was hoping that he'd get traded. Not because I don't like him. He's an incredible talent. Mm-hmm. Um Great story, but the problem is we're paying him way too much, and he's sitting there way too long. That's what we're going to do with Jimmy G. That's what I'm worried about. Um, I hope Jimmy G does awesome. I really do. I just worry that he won't be able to scramble a little bit like Carr could when the line isn't very good. Oh, please, with Derek. Don't give me Derek. i got to wrap up this call. Don't give me Derek scrambling. Please don't bring me back to that. I like Derek a lot. I like him a lot. Please, Derek didn't run. Uh, I screamed every week on this flagship, including the flagship in San Francisco, as the host of the Derek Carr show that he needed to run more. After the injury in 2016, he was done running. That was the end of him running. And I've never said Jimmy Garoppolo's a great runner, but he's got great footwork in the pocket, kind of like Aaron Rodgers, and Aaron Rodgers doesn't run a lot, but he's got great footwork in the pocket. One of the greatest quarterbacks of all time, kind enough to join us. One of the all-time greats, Warren Moon, as we kick off another great March Madness here. And I just saw Warren recently. Warren, appreciate you coming on, especially today. We're still waiting on Aaron Rodgers. This has been kind of a remarkable run here. What do you see in this? What do you think about this? No, it's almost like a a soap opera, you know. It's just going on and on and on. And I think he's enjoying the attention. Uh, I think he loves stringing everybody out and making – Everybody wonder what his decision is going to be. We we saw the same thing last year, whether he was going to come back to Green Bay or not. And we see the same thing happening this year, but he keeps saying, oh, the decision is going to come pretty soon. I know these things have a time limit to them. Well, we're already in the free agency now, and people are trying to make decisions on what they're going to do with the quarterback position and, and all these draft picks that might have to go along with this trade and that. So I really I, I like to have I like players to have player empowerment, but when you take it to to this level of uh, really holding up a football team and holding up other football teams, uh, it's just not a good look for him. I really love that comment because you're you love player empowerment. I see you mentor players, you talk to younger players, and you talk to your peers at the Hall of Fame. So this is. Kind of rare behavior, but you can understand how this could build someone's ego because you are an alpha. Quarterbacks are alphas. And you just think that he's been playing for so long that this attention with one Super Bowl and four MVPs, it's just a type of attention that once you get it, you just can't get rid of it. You want more of it. Yeah, JT. And, you know, this is uh, you know a situation where he went away for four days, sat in the darkness and did all that stuff to contemplate. If you don't know what you want to do by by the end of the season, uh, and especially if you're thinking retirement, if you're thinking retirement, you've pretty much already retired in your mind. So if he was thinking retirement, that's probably what he should have went ahead and did. Otherwise, if you're thinking about which team you want to play for, I could see that because that means you still want to play the game. But if you're thinking about leaving the game, a la Tom Brady last offseason, he changed his mind because he wasn't ready to do it yet. You you can't you, you can't uh, make those decisions about retirement and and include them in the same decisions of trying to continue to play football. It just doesn't work like that. So um, I, I'm I'm wondering if he just used that as a, a bargaining ploy 
going forward as far as the retirement talk was was uh, involved. But now he's trying to get all his friends uh, signed by the New York Jets. I mean, he's just asking for the world, uh, you know, to make this uh, transition happen. Hall of Famer Warren Moon kind enough to join us. So we talked often about your journey just to get to the NFL and how you handled it with dignity and grace with all the great cups you won before you were let in the door to prove how great of an NFL quarterback would be, you would be. So from the years of the Oilers, the Vikings, the Seahawks, and the Chiefs at the end, talk about how you had to be humble at times and then maybe a story where everybody wanted you and your agent and everybody you had to deal with had to make a big-time decision in how you behaved with the media knowing that more teams wanted you for your services. Yeah, you know, I had that decision coming out of Canada. I had seven teams that were uh, bidding for my services when I came out of Canada, and that's what kind of made me the highest-paid player in the league because I was in a position where uh, I could have all these teams bidding on me for my services. But I also knew that there was a, a, a time deadline involved because teams need to make a decision on what they wanted to do uh, going forward. If it wasn't going to be me, it was going to be somebody else. And I was very cognizant of that, and, and I wanted to make sure I stayed within that time frame because, like you said, you want to do things in a classy way. You want to do what's best for you. There's no question about it, but there's a classy way to do it because you never know when you might have to deal with these teams somewhere down the road, and you want to have a, a good report, and they want you want them to have a good feel for you uh, moving down the road. So, uh, I was cognizant of that, but I, I did uh, come up with my decision. I made a date that I was going to make my decision on, and I made it and uh, and went forward, and the rest is history. So uh, it was the same thing when I came out of college. I had to decide whether I was going to go play in Canada six weeks prior to the NFL draft because the NFL draft was six weeks after the Canadian Football League draft because the the, the, the season starts earlier in Canada. So I had to make that decision and. Uh, that was a tough decision for me to make because I was going to forego my opportunity to maybe get drafted in the National Football League because I had to make a decision whether I was going to go to Canada or not. So, you know, decisions are a big part of of what happens uh, in football or in any sport, and it's a business. There's no question about it. But uh, there's a way to conduct your business, and there's a classy way to do it, and I've always tried to uh, stay on that side of it. Absolutely, Warren Moon, as we wrap it up. So just a couple of quarterbacks. Let's get to Daniel Jones. It's an enormous contract, around $90 million for the first two years. Really a big number there. He won a playoff game with the Giants. The Giants feel, I guess, comfortable with keeping him in the building and not letting him go. But, Warren, they sure look like they paid a premium for him compared to some of these other quarterbacks. Yeah, they really did, but I think they really like what they have. I think they've had a chance to see him in the building for the last five years now. They understand his personality. They know what his skill set is. And I think a lot of what reminds them, uh, I think uh, Eli Manning reminds them a lot of him. You know, Eli got off to a slow start in New York, but then things just built from there. And they have kind of the same type of personality, you know, same type of athlete. He might be a little bit better athlete than than, uh, Eli is. But I think there's a lot of similarities between the two, and I think the Maras and the the ownership at uh, New York really like what they have in in Daniel Jones, and that's why they decided to put that money into him for the future. Uh, Derek Carr goes to New Orleans, a comment there, and Jimmy Garoppolo to Vegas. Jimmy's won a lot more games than Derek Carr, and four playoff games, Carr hasn't won one, but it seems like a good fit in New Orleans for Carr to get that franchise back to the playoffs. And what does Jimmy G have to do in front of him here in Vegas? Yeah, it's going to be interesting because Jimmy G had the great defenses he played with in San Francisco. 
Uh, Derek never had that in, in, with the Raiders. You know, he never had a top ten defense there, and, and he always had to try and score a lot of points. He's going to go to a team now in New Orleans that has one of those type of defenses, where it's so much isn't put in his lap as far as being able to score points every week. So I think that will help make the game a little bit easier for Derek. And it's interesting. To, it'll be interesting to see how uh, Jimmy reacts if uh, the, the Raiders don't make much improvement to their defense, if he's that type of quarterback. Cause he, hasn't, he hasn't been a big productive quarterback as far as numbers are concerned throughout his career, but he wins games because of the running game and because of great defense. So uh, we'll see if, uh, if the Raiders make those improvements, that'll be good for Jimmy. If not, if he has to be that quarterback that has to carry you with his arm, I don't know if he's that type of quarterback. Warren Moon, last one for the great Hall of Famer. This is a big one. Lamar Jackson and the situation you've been in, the numbers have changed completely. And I think some of the numbers are way out there, but I'm one of those guys I want to see people make as much as they can. Knowing that Deshaun Watson got $240 million guaranteed, clearly Baltimore doesn't want to go down that road. Non-exclusive tag where another team can give him a bigger contract and Baltimore can match it. He doesn't have an agent. He's got an MVP like you have. How do you? How does this play out, Warren? It's one of the. We're talking. Rogers is really unique. This Lamar Jackson one's very important to the league and the stability at the quarterback position and the pricing going forward. How do you see this one? Yeah, not only does he want totally guaranteed money, he wants a long-term totally guaranteed deal. And I think Baltimore, from what I understand, they offered him a shorter-term fully guaranteed deal, and he turned that down. So I think it's going to be tough for him to get any offers out there. Um, with that, with that exclusive, I mean, with that non-exclusive tag on him, only because teams understand that Lamar wants this type of big, big money and long, long term, and I don't think a lot of teams want to want to go that route. Uh, they look at the injury, uh, the, the injury uh, chances of, of, of Lamar with the way he plays, and he the last two two years he's uh, missed the last few games of the ball, of the uh, season so i think teams knowing that he wants a fully guaranteed contract on a long term deal they're going to be very reluctant to make that type of deal um and and go after him so it's going to be a stalemate here and we'll have to see how it goes Warren, a great appearance appreciate you finding us as always thank you so much enjoy the weekend and there's a lot more news coming up here the next couple of days thrilled that we can talk to you yeah, it should be interesting. Uh, I look forward to talking to you, and uh, that's what makes the NFL so great. Talk to you guys soon, okay? Thanks, Warren. The great Warren Moon. Appreciate having him on to talk about this scenario. And, again, I think he brings a lot of excitement to this position because he can talk about it because he's been in the agent business too. As you can tell by Warren's voice and his mannerisms and what he said there, there's no doubt that he's disappointed with Aaron Rodgers' behavior and what Aaron Rodgers has been doing here. It is utterly ridiculous of what he's doing we are now in the player entitlement era in sports completely and on the mount rushmore as i said yesterday it's aaron Rodgers, kevin durant kyrie irving and blank who would be the fourth player in any sport that you would put in the player entitlement mount rushmore as of today durant and kyrie are clearly in there because they go from every team to every team and they leave a wake of destruction behind them and they don't live up to their contracts. They just bolt. Aaron Rodgers now, what he's doing to the Packers and holding the Jets hostage, he's on the Mount Rushmore. Am I forgetting another athlete in another sport? Is there another athlete in another sport? Baseball, I don't see it that much. The NBA, it's all over the place. And in the NFL, Aaron Rodgers leads the charge. I'm pretty wide open to the top of the hour. We're supposed to have a sports book director on coming up here. 
uh, from the Strat. There's a lot of people showing up for a really big party they're having here that starts at 3 o'clock. I'll be down here until 3 o'clock, so come on down to see me at the Strat. If you haven't seen it, it's a new look, and they have live entertainment in the Remix Lounge at the Strat Wednesday, Friday, and Saturday evening after the games here, and I think you want to be there for that. 702-365-9200. Again, thanks to Warren Moon. When we come back, a recap on free agency. Who are some of the players that move teams today? We'll get into that. We'll look at some of the other potential moves that the Raiders can do tomorrow. But everything seems to be quieting for the Raiders. Maybe something minor along the way. You never know. And the Jimmy Garoppolo press conference tomorrow as we officially kick off March Madness. But we get a day early start here in the William Hill Sportsbook right here at the Strat. I mean, I think there's always urgency at that position. Um, you know, look, the, the, the goal for us eventually is to have somebody that's going to be here for a long time. I think that, um, you know, you see the teams that are having success right now uh, in our league, I would say in our conference and specifically in our division. Um, you know, they're young players that were drafted by their clubs and they're being developed there um, under the same continuity. Uh, and so... I think that eventually, yes. Um, do I think you, you know, you have to do that if you're not sure or not sold on the player, and now you're making a mistake just to try to say that you're solving a problem? I don't think that's really a smart decision. Um, so we're going to do everything we can do to evaluate every player at that position, both in the draft uh, and free agency, and try to do what we can do to improve the room. I mean, there's certainly going to be a number of players added at that position. Uh, right now, only Chase Garbers is under contract. So um, we'll, we'll look at everything we can look at. Uh, but the goal eventually is to try to have a young player here that's going to be a Raider for a long time. Long answer for Josh McDaniels. And I think Josh McDaniels has been honest about everything. For those who said, well, he wished Darren Waller well, or he said this about that. It's a business. They're making business decisions now ahead of the draft. And a lot of these decisions... Raider fans are upset about. We get that. 702-365-9200. We are live from the Strat. Excited to be here. I have a gorgeous, dripping, wet Modelo on ice waiting for me in about 25 minutes right here at the View Lounge. Modelo, proud partner of our show here. I reward myself with a bucket of Modellos every Friday. I will have a cold one here at the top of the hour as we get ready for this party here at the Strat. Ian Rappaport just confirm that all trades are now official here we go welcome to wednesday welcome to the league year everybody welcome to all the official news now that everybody can talk about and the biggest move the biggest trade by far was carolina trading for the number one pick so carolina traded up for the number one pick that is official now they are on the clock the carolina panthers in the draft they have the first pick could they move it no i think they're going to take cj stroud uh, I don't think they would have moved up to number one to get Bryce Young. I don't think so. I think they must like C.J. Stroud, and that's the player that they want to get there. So we'll talk more about that. Uh, I'm watching. Inter There's about ten people here on one side are watching this international baseball, the World Baseball Classic, which has got a nice crowd here, people watching that. And also, Phillies nine, Yankees eight. 
in the bottom of the ninth inning. Man, I'm in like heaven now because I got a great soccer game on, Liverpool and Real Madrid, and I got the Yankees and the Phillies in the ninth inning and some spring ball, which is a lot of fun here. Beautiful sports book here, great staff. Welcome back. I'm thrilled to be here at the Strat. Uh, let's get out to your phone calls and get you going. If you still want to comment on Waller, Jimmy Garoppolo, and what's going to happen with either Hunter Renfro or Foster Moreau, those seem to be the two players Raider fans are tweeting the most about. Jay in Vegas? Thanks for waiting, Jay. You're up next. What do you got? Hey, what's going on, JT? Thanks for taking my call. Thank well, you. I got something on, on, on both those and one more. But before I do that, JT, let me shout out one of your sponsors, if I may. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Castro Verde, uh, Verde Law Group, man, they took care of my mom real good. So, tell me about that, what they do, and tell us about that. The Castaverde Law Group, I love that they're a proud partner of ours. You love the service, you love the experience, you love the win? Yeah, she got yeah she got injured uh, out of uh, a situation that was, uh, let's just say, neglect. Can't really talk too much about okay. it. Got you. But uh, she, got, she got injured and uh, got them on the case, and uh, they took care of my mom, five figures, uh, no doctor bills. I mean, they, they, they're, the best. they're the best. Excellent. Thanks for sharing that with us. Appreciate it. What do you want to talk about with the Raiders? Okay, so I've got three things if I try to get them in as quick as possible. Mm-hmm. First off, uh, mad Raider fans. Uh, you know, I'm an upset Raider fan, but I'm not a Raider fan that's on the ledge. Uh, listen, man, I'm rooting for them to win, um, and, uh, you know, I'm rooting for Ziggler and McDaniels to do good. Um, you know, a lot of these, uh, the notion that uh, a lot of these, some of these fans want them fired, then if you want them fired, then you want to lose. Because if they get fired and you bring in a new regime, well, that regime's going to see things that they don't like about what this past regime did, and they're going to deconstruct it. You're not going to win. So these Raider fans that are upset or whatever, man, either roll with us or don't. So that's one thing. Mm-hmm. Number two, Jimmy G, um, I like the deal because of the money. Um, if you play the, the, the tip the scales game, yeah, you know, the long ball and the durability of Derek Carr, I would take that over Jimmy G. But Jimmy G's got the experience. And the deal that they signed him to, I mean, dude, uh, they, they, they're not paying. I mean, they're essentially the same player, and they're not paying all that money. So I'll, I'll take it. Now, mm-hmm. one thing I'll push back on you, uh, uh, okay. JT, you said, you said earlier um, about, you know, well, there's backup quarterbacks, and you can get a backup quarterback. Mm-hmm. Uh, with Jimmy G's history, I, I think that we should still move up. Now, I, mm-hmm. I, at first, I wanted C.J. Stroud and, you know, but then you, you, you made me do the 180, and I was all on board with Tom Brady. That didn't happen. Aaron Rodgers didn't happen. Lamar Jackson didn't happen. Right. So, whatever. We got Jimmy G. Cool, man. I'm rolling with him. Um, so, you know, uh, the one thing that Bryce Young still hasn't had is pro day. So, I'm hoping for him to have a tremendous pro day, and maybe Carolina mm-hmm. says, well, you know what? We're going to take Bryce Young. Then if that happens, I think you do everything you can to try to get C.J. Stroud. If they don't, if they can't get him, well, you draft the best defensive player available, and you find a way to get Okay, so hold on a second. Let me just say that in your theory, and I think you could be right. I, there's no doubt Dave Ziegler could take a quarterback at number seven and move up. We want to have this press conference with Jimmy G on Thursday and then a month later tell him that he's pretty much out of here because there's a rookie quarterback coming in because he's pretty much out of here. The guy, that quarterback's not going to sit for a year or two. So you're going to have Jimmy G come in here, hold up the jersey, look like the matinee idol, want to be the quarterback here, say all these great things. And then, you know, a month later you're going to say, hey, man, uh, C.J. Stroud's here or Anthony Richardson or Levis, and they're going to be our quarterback probably next year. But maybe when you go down, if you do in week 10 and you're out of here, that's what we're doing for Jimmy G. That's how we're welcoming him to Vegas. Yeah, no, I, I get it. I get that part. But also the, the dynamic that, you know, Jimmy G is familiar with the, 
uh, Patriot organization and the mm-hmm. Patriot way. You know, the Patriot organization, which leads me to my third point, is business. It it, it, it is, is business, and I think Jimmy I think Jimmy G has a has a uh, you know understanding of that, mm-hmm. and which leads me to the Darren Waller. I don't like it. I, I would love love for Darren Waller to be here, but I understand it. I mean, what the, the I mean, they Waller signed two good contracts, and the last one it was a very generous contract. But what did they get? And all these people that are, that are saying, oh well, you should have got a third and a fifth, or you should have got a second. Well, look at it from the Giants' perspective. I mean, are you gonna are you gonna give away a second round pick or two picks? For a player that let's let's be honest has hasn't been healthy, and also with the Patriot way, they're known. This is their mo that they move players that still have a lot left in the tank for value. So, like okay. at the end of the week, I wouldn't be surprised if Renfro is going to be gone, and and for some picks, and next year it might be Mad Max. Who knows? Yeah, I don't but think it'll be Mad Max. My friend, your call was great. I got to wrap it up. I got a lot more people to gotta get to. It was a long co-host radio call. I appreciate that. And thanks for complimenting the DeCastaverde Law Group. I'm going to send that over to my buddy, Alex DeCastaverde, to tell him what we do here. Our listeners are connecting or have connected with the DeCastaverde Law Group, proud partner of the show. Look, if they want to, whatever they're going to do at the quarterback position, if they want to get the quarterback later in the draft, that means that no one else wanted that quarterback enough to trade up for him. If the Raiders value that quarterback, they think they're getting value for him, go get him. Go get him. I hope it's not the seventh pick overall. If it is, we'll know what's going to happen. We know what's going to happen is that player is going to come in and he's going to be the future of the franchise. And we have the face of the franchise, a very good-looking one from what my wife and my our friends say, and Jimmy Garoppolo, and he's just going to be here for a cup of coffee. That's reality. So whatever happens is going to happen. Uh, Raider Man can clean this up, man. Raider Man has been diehard Raider Nation in the black hole with me for a long time in Oakland. Raider Man, what do you think so far of free agency? You're always honest with us. Hey, what's going on, JT? Man, I appreciate the time, brother. I had to touch bases, man, because, I mean, you know, I'm, I'm not even really down on Raider Nation and all the different opinions because, I mean, that's literally how we wired. Everybody's going to have their own opinion, and that's what always made radio great with us. There's always something to talk about. Everybody wants different things. But I will say this. You know, it's almost like the real business, you know, past results are no indication of future successes or failures. So I'm not willing to judge any of these guys coming in by, you know, past what I consider failures and the things that I didn't want to see. I'm turned off by Jimmy G because he was a freaking whiner and a freaking patriot. That's pretty much it. The guy's a quarterback. He can do a myriad of things that I can't do. Let me stop you. Hold on. Hold on. I got it. Wait a minute. I got to stop you. I got to. I don't want to do. I don't want to do this to you. Jim Plunkett was a Patriot and a whiner. What are you talking about? Jim Plunkett was with the Patriots and the 49. you got to understand from my perspective, Jim Plunkett was a Niner and a Patriot, and you're not giving Jimmy G just a common courtesy. That's the tree that Plunkett came from. Yeah, but, let me, but let's, let's, let's outline the differences here. Jimmy P., he was ostracized, man. He got to San Francisco and got the hell beat out of him. He got the hell beat out of him over there in New England, too. And now Davis brought him in as a reclamation project and turned him around and turned him into a Super Bowl MVP. Mm. So, you know, the things was different because Jimmy, he was part of a system that was brought in, not necessarily to coddle him because he's a good quarterback. I'm not, mm. I'm not down on his skills anyway, but that team was built to win. Our team was in a different era and a different time, and we went in to take things. So, I don't really think he could be put on a position with, with Plunkett. Not in my, not in my mind. No, I don't think he's going to live up to Plunkett. I don't think he's going to live up to Plunkett winning two Super Bowls and a Super Bowl MVP. I'd love to see that. But again, you know, I just don't. I think it was a different era back in the day. You, we were both very, very young at that time, and 
You know, we don't think of the Patriots with Tom Brady and the tuck rule back then, uh, but the Sugar Bear Hamilton game, which you know about, and Chris West Oakland and Raider Mort know, was a big one in the history. And I can understand why you don't want 49ers coming over the bridge, even though there's no bridge from Santa Clara to Las Vegas. I get what you're saying there, but you're the type of guy who's so important to this fan base because you're Raider man. And, you know, Jimmy Garoppolo's coming in here. He's not an enemy of yours. He would love you if he met you and he saw you at the press conference. So, you know, we're trying to get some people behind this guy because he wants the Raiders to win. Hey, I'll tell you what. The biggest thing he can do is pop the top off for us. Come in and show that he appreciates our history. Because for whatever okay. reason, over the last two decades, they've lost King Al's credo. We need to come out first game, first play of the game and start bombing on dudes. I mean, you know, this guy's been touted over the last few years, over, really over his career, for not being a long ball passer. That doesn't mean he can't. Mm. We watched Alex Smith switch it up when he needed to, you know, to try to hold off Mahomes. I'm looking forward to Jimmy G coming in and doing something similar for us. Come okay. in here, rip the Band-Aids off, realize that nobody cares about what happened in the past. You're here now. And it's all about the shield. Nothing to ever be bigger than the shield for me. So everybody get things twisted with all these different narratives off the air and, you know, mm-hmm. all the different things that these people do off, off, off stage. They're going to find somebody else to fill those spots. Let's not play sentimental value here. All that matters is just win baby. Yes. So if Jimmy G want to impress me, let him memorize this. We've been battered and bruised, and we've moved and come back. But our colors don't change. We're silver and black. And this commitment to excellence starts up every year. And no powers on earth will drown out this cheer. So I pledge allegiance to the flag of our mighty silver and black and unto these colors for which we stand. Raider Nation, under a groove, with free speech and liberty. Remember the tools. He who has ears, let him hear. I hereby declare a Raiders fan. If he can get with that, I can get with him. I see what I'm looking at you, JT. Take care, Raider. Man, that is a very important phone call. You know why? He's right about that. As we sit here and we're ready to roll, in a few minutes we're going to talk to a gentleman about the sports book and the experience here. Uh, before we go and come right back, I want to make that point again. Raider Man made a very good point. Jimmy G needs to quickly embrace the Raider Nation. I would agree with that. I think that Jimmy Garoppolo at the press conference tomorrow should impress the Raider Nation with a little history, a little excitement, and the tradition of the Raiders. That would be a good move by Jimmy Garoppolo. I bet you he does it. I think that Jimmy Garoppolo is proud to be a Raider. We'll find out tomorrow. When we come back, we'll wrap it up here from the Strat. We're at the William Hill Sportsbook right off the View Lounge. There's a big party about to start here at the PT's Wings when you walk on in. And come here. If you're looking for a place to watch, uh, there's a beautiful sports book here waiting for your great staff. We'll tell you about that as we wrap it up. JT, live from the Strat, here from March Madness on the flagship of the Silver and Black. A Rod, little bit Try of chemistry back. here. What, what, what we doing, A Rod? Stay tuned. Stay tuned. How Stay long tuned. we gotta wait? Well, I think it won't be long. There's a, there's a there's a time there's a time limit for all this. Well, that's Aaron Rodgers making a sway. We don't have to wait for Mike Grotsky, kind enough to join us, head of marketing for William Hill. 
we go back to the Tahoe days. Good to see you, Mike. How yeah, are you? Thank you so much, JT, for coming out here today. Excited to be here. Excited for March Madness. We had a great week of basketball last week in the city, or a week and a half. We got the great games this weekend here. Come enjoy them at the Strat. And then next weekend, we got, what, the Sweet 16 and Elite 8 in town. And, be we, really and we have a regional here, which is great. I just want to compliment you with William Hill and everything you've done here. I was here for the construction, the remodel. I was here for the opening. And seeing the people here that are having a great time, it's really an underrated sports book, and we're happy to get the word out. A lot of people are having a great time today. Yeah, I love this venue. The screens are gorgeous here. The staff is super friendly. The ticket writers, whether you're a experienced sports better or you're making that first sports bet, they'll take the time and be patient with you. Um, it's not transactional. It's an experience where you come spend some time, enjoy the games, and incredible food and incredible drinks here as well. Yeah, I came in this morning from Summerlin. I got a buddy of mine who's here with me, and we parked, and we got right in and came in right through the parking garage walked in and I showed him because he was here about five or six years ago and his jaw hit the ground when he saw all the improvements talk about a couple of them here especially when you walk right through the lobby yeah just as you nailed it the location was a big move for us here when this book opened up here so now just as you said it is so convenient to park in the garage head right down the escalator take a right you're in the sports book and it's a great spot the screens here yeah. are absolutely gorgeous we can accommodate all the games easily on an NFL Sunday so with the multiple games going on for March Madness when we have four simultaneous at some times we'll still have some bandwidth to put some of the other games up as well um, and then just great clear odds boards um, and then we offer in-game wagering uh, during the game throughout the games um, whether you want to do it on the phone or over the counter as well so that's a fun piece of it too but plenty of seating in this book as well too absolutely Mike Grotsky is our guest, head of marketing for William Hill, proud and happy to be associated with the Strat and Golden Entertainment for all these years. So what do you think of this week overall? We were talking before we came back about Aaron Rodgers making everyone wait. That affects the Jets' number, right? It affects the Packers' number as that's going to be ready to move. But then you have this groundswell of support for March Madness where all your customers want to bet on multiple games at the same time and you mentioned the live in game which really makes it fun yeah and it's a great time of year from that standpoint i think a lot of people think our business slows down after you know a super bowl but you know we have a lot of folks betting baseball spring training in the morning right mm -hmm. and then the nfl free agency news is like you said drive in the futures numbers up and down and you might want to go ahead and pick a number there and then additionally you know we got the play-in games which has been fantastic and we got lucky with the draw um you know whether in southern nevada you, you root for the wolf pack or you don't root for the wolf pack there'll be a good game tonight to keep an eye on as well as they take on arizona state so even on a wednesday um uh, before the tournament starts tomorrow there's just a lot going on but from a sports world like you said you know i think uh NFL is still king, and so there's a lot of eyes on what's happening on, you know, hour by hour with free agency. That is our music. I'm happy I got you up and you raced down here for me. Thank, Thank you, so you so much. Thank you so much, JT. I we appreciate, appreciate it. it very much. Thank you, Mike. I appreciate it. Mike Grotsky, head of marketing for William Hill. want to thank Bobby, Mateo, everybody behind the scenes here who put this remote together, especially the Strat. Please come down here and see what you've been missing. The Strat does an amazing job. The sports book is outstanding. I'm going to have a cold beverage right now, and I'm going to enjoy the madness of March. We'll see you back tomorrow for the Jimmy Garoppolo press conference in Vegas, baby.